Welcome to another inspirational message from Church on the Rock Pile. Thank you for listening. And if you would like more information, you can visit us at www.therockchurch.co.za. Hi, everyone. Can you believe we are almost at the end of another year? A year which has really sped up as it's gotten closer to where we are right now, and one in which we have honestly seen divine acceleration. But it's also only been the grace of God that has seen some of us through 2021. It has been the grace of God that that we were anointed to do the things that He wanted us to do. You know, to go to places that He wanted us to go to and connect with the people that He wanted us to connect with. So today, I want to talk about the anointing. Sounds heavy, but it's not really. I want to talk about what it is because it is the anointing that makes all the difference. Nothing can take its place. Nothing at all. And we can't even fake it. And quite honestly, we shouldn't want to live without it. So if you're ready for today's message, say it like you mean it. My heart's open. My mind's ready. I won't be the same again. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, we live in a time of substitutes. For every expensive name brand item that is out there, there is a fake substitute. So there's a possibility that you could think you can substitute talent or intelligence or a charming personality for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. But you would be very, very much mistaken. Nothing can take his place. We need the real anointing from God, not a man-made substitute. You know, when we are anointed, it shows in our lives. Acts 10.38 says this, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. When we are anointed, we go about doing good. When we have God's anointing, he opens doors for us. When the anointing of God is upon us, it makes things happen in our lives that we could never ever make happen on our own. So what exactly is the anointing? It is the ability to do something with ease and the ability to achieve something that would be difficult under the power of God. Acts 10.38 says this, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. In Mark 6.7, Jesus gave power over unclean spirits to his disciples. In Luke 9, 1, he gave them power to cure diseases. And in Luke 10, verse 19, he gave them power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. 1 Corinthians 12, 7 says this, Now to each one the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. Zechariah 4, 6 states this, that it is not by might nor by power, but by my Spirit. It's by the Spirit. That is what produces the anointing. The anointing is an empowerment from God through the Holy Spirit, which causes the believer to become fruitful, powerful, conquering, successful, spiritual, and blessed, and blessed to accomplish good purposes, the purpose and plans that God has for your life. You know, and not just for yourself, for others, for others' spiritual growth, for others, their development, and for strength in them. You cannot fulfill God's purpose without the anointing of the Holy Spirit because it's the anointing that transforms you from natural to supernatural, you know, from weak to strong, from 
fearful to faithful. Do you realize the difference the anointing can make in your life? Maybe you haven't even known about it or even been aware of it. But I believe that God is wanting to pour out three types of anointing on your life. Three. Number one. Are you with me? A saturation anointing. A saturating anointing. Psalm 133 verse 2 says, It is like precious oil poured on the head, running down on the beard, running down on Aaron's beard, down on the collar of his robes. Moses poured the anointing oil on Aaron's head and it flowed down Aaron's hair, past his beard, into his clothes and all the way down to his feet. He was drenched in the anointing. And there is a need today for a drenching, a saturating anointing, not of oil, but of the Holy Spirit. We aren't fighting small things in the world today. We're fighting bigger things than we've ever fought before. And it's time to ask God to saturate us in the anointing. Number two, we need a fresh anointing. A fresh anointing. Psalm 92 verse 10 says, I have been anointed with fresh oil. Fresh oil. We can become stale in our anointing. Especially if we're still trying to hang on to something that happened a long time ago. We've got to make sure the anointing is still fresh. You know, has church become routine? What's it like? Has personal worship become a chore for you? Because it shouldn't be. When the power of the Holy Spirit brings the anointing, there's a freshness to it. Something that changes the atmosphere around you. A fresh anointing makes the difference. Makes a difference in your prayer life, your praise, your spirit, in your home. And today we are trusting for God to give us a fresh anointing. And number three, the anointing of wisdom and favor. Man, if ever there's a time in the history of mankind that we need wisdom and favor, it's today. 1 John 2.20 says, But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. So anointing gives you direction. In moments when you need to make big life changes or, or serious decisions, the anointing brings a spirit of wisdom. How many of you need the anointing for 2022? I know I do. So you know the right thing to do and when to do it. So the question then is, how do you get it? Well, firstly, through salvation. Through salvation, you must accept Jesus in your life. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says this. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Then it's through the Holy Spirit. You must be filled with the Spirit. In the Old Testament, it was represented by oil. But now in the New Testament, it's through the Holy Spirit. The anointing comes through him. Luke 4, 8 says, The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free. And then you get it through impartation. You can get it through impartation from a pastor or a mentor or other ministries. 1 Timothy 4.14 says, Do not neglect your gift which was given you through prophecy when the body of elders laid their hands on you. Well, through COVID, we can't lay hands on you. But we are imparting a blessing through prayer by the power of the Holy Spirit. It was just like with Elisha and Elijah. 
Elisha was someone who was desperate for anointing. He wanted this powerful touch from God because he had seen it at work in the life of his mentor. And that was the prophet Elijah. And he knew what a difference it made. In those days, there were other prophets who tried to discourage Elisha, saying that it was not possible and that he should not have even been asking for it. But Elisha just carried on serving and following his master devotedly. And he just kept asking for a double portion. Elisha spoke a blessing over Elisha and said that when he departed, that Elisha would receive a double portion. And when he received it, those who had discouraged him earlier were the first people to congratulate him. 2 Kings 2.15 says this, The company of the prophets from Jericho who were watching said, The spirit of Elijah is resting on Elisha. And they went to meet him and bowed to the ground before him. So, when you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then you've got to know something. Then you have received the Holy Spirit. You already have it. You already have some of the anointing. So tap into it. 1 John 2.27 says this, As for you, the anointing you received from him remains in you. And you don't need anyone to teach you. But as his anointing teaches you about all things, and as the anointing is real, not counterfeit, just as it was taught you, remain in him, remain in him. And then in Isaiah 10, 27, it says that the anointing removes burdens and it destroys yokes. It shall come to pass in that day that his burden will be taken away from your shoulders and his yoke from your neck and the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing oil. So the anointing makes a difference. It makes the difference between a boy practicing his slingshot alone in a field and a hero taking down a giant. It made the difference between someone overseeing a flock of sheep and a king ruling a nation. David, you know, a small boy being dedicated to God and given to the temple and, and the, him becoming the greatest high priest Israel had ever seen. Samuel. There was a zealous religious scholar and the writer of most of the New Testament, Paul, a fisherman going about his daily duties. You know, he was just a fisher of fish, becoming a fisher of men, who was the person to which Jesus used to build his church, Peter. The anointing makes the difference. It makes the difference in church, in government, in business, you know, in our schools, in our homes. The anointing isn't just for pastors. It's for everyone. It's for you. Yes, you. Do you realize the difference the anointing can make in your life? Remember that throughout the Bible, it also brings a spirit of favor. When you are walking in the anointing, don't be surprised when doors open for you. Don't be surprised when you move from the back to the front, you know, when you become the head and not the tail. Psalm 5 verse 12 says, For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous with favor, with favor you will surround him as with a shield. God's anointing brings with it favor. And this, you've got to understand that no matter what happens, there's no rule that can withstand God's favor. He can change the natural order of things. He can undo things that could never have been undone before. He can set up and release things that are outside of him, you know, that could never, ever have been released. Literally, what the devil has meant to harm you with, God can turn around for your good. 
Why? Because through the anointing, the favor of God can rest upon you. Sometimes you also think that somehow location will make us more blessed and more anointed. Or the location will carry a greater anointing. But in God, that really does not count. It's all about the heart. All about our heart towards him. And it says in Genesis 28, 1 to 3, If you truly obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands, I give you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on earth. All these blessings will come on you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. And then it goes on to say this incredible verse, verse 3. You will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. So today, as we pray over you, press in for the anointing. Seek a fresh touch from God. It doesn't start and end here at all because we all need to go back to God again and again for a fresh anointing. You know, every new week, every month and year brings with it new challenges face to face, new opportunities that lie before us. So we need the fresh anointing to deal with all of that. I am so grateful and I think that we can all say thank you, God that we don't have to struggle to try and do his work in our limited human capacity and power. We can walk in the anointing, and that is what makes all the difference. It is something that we can hold on to for our lives, something that we can pray for, that we can quote it, but most of all, we have to believe it. So come on, somebody, this is for you. Are you trusting for an anointing that will turn your 2022 world around? for good and for God, that your financial situation will turn around. And you know, God won't just bless you with money. Maybe what we need is just wisdom, the wisdom of God, which we'll be praying for later. You know, that your business will be blessed, that your children will be blessed, you know, that your enemies will flee from you, that people will see the presence of God on your life because you are blessed. And remember, blessed means happy, favored, and envied. We have much to hold on to for the coming year. And today we are going to be praying for an anointing, a blessing over different areas. And if that area pertains to you and you say, Mark, that's what I want. That's what I'm trusting God for in the coming year. Then I want you to raise your hand wherever you're sitting or put your hand on your heart, bow your head. Do whatever you need to do, but come to that place where you just stand and say, that's for me as that person's playing. Just say, God, I'm holding on to the promises that are being spoken over my life right now. Why? Because the expectation that you have is an invitation for God to move. Because the Bible is very clear. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And so I'm going to be calling up different people to pray over different areas. And you need to open your heart to receive the impartation as they pray. So are you ready? Because what I'm going to be doing right now is I'm going to be calling Jan up. She'll be the first one praying and she's going to be praying over health and healing. She's lived it. She's stood in faith for me and I've seen the fruit of it. So open your heart as she prays. Well, you all know that I believe in healing because we've just seen it. So I'm praying that over you in your life. So Father God, for every person that's lifting up either themselves or a loved one, a friend, a family member, whatever it is, God, I just pray that you would just breathe your healing into that person's body. We have seen extraordinary miracles. You still have got a miracles and we are trusting 
for more miracles to come in the coming year. So we pray for that. We pray that we would speak words of life over our own bodies, over the bodies of those that we love, and that we would speak your word and your healing over those bodies in your precious name, Jesus. We are so looking forward to great praise reports in your name, Jesus. Amen. If you're trusting for salvation for your family and friends, then I'm asking Kaylin to pray for you. He has faith for that. Well, you know what, guys? We all know someone, be it family or maybe even friends, that don't know Jesus yet. And we are just going to be trusting and praying that they meet Jesus. And we're going to be trusting and praying for opportunities for them to meet Jesus. So, Father God, thank you so, so much for placing those people on our heart. Lord, we just pray right now for salvations. Lord, we're praying for salvations in our families. We're praying for salvations in our friendship groups. Father, we're praying that you give us uh, opportunities to speak into people's lives. And Lord, I just pray right now that we see those opportunities, that we take a hold of them, that we use them to the best of our ability, Lord, and that we could actually see a change in those people. Father God, we're praying for their lives to be radically changed uh, during this season, Father. And as we go into 2022, Lord, we're praying for the kingdom of heaven to be growing with our families and our friends in Jesus' name. Now, if you need favor on your business or your personal finances, Herod is going to be praying. So have faith and trust and have expectation for the year that lies ahead. All right, let's close our eyes. Father, we just want to honor you and glorify you today, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I, I bring people's finance before you. I bring business people before you, Lord God. Father, we need favor. We need anointing, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, it's too tough years, but I pray, Father, Lord God, that you will bring restoration in the name of Jesus, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, for people struggling to get work. I pray, Lord God, you will open doors for them in the name of Jesus. I pray for anointing of, of wisdom and favor to work with their finances, Lord God. I pray for business people, Lord God, you will open doors for them, Father, in the name of Jesus. I pray for new ideas in the name of Jesus, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, for, for cash flow and whatever, Lord God, that, that, that debts will recover or whatever, Lord God. But I pray, Father, that you will move. And Lord God, when you move, miracles happen in the name of Jesus. Amen. We're going to be praying. If you feel under attack, spiritual attack, and the enemy is rising up against you, and you're having to push through spiritual conflict, then Vainant, who is a powerful prayer warrior, is going to be praying for us right now. Lord, we just come to you this, in this today, Lord, and we just pray against the enemy rising up against people, Lord. And as we go through the times that we are in at the moment, Lord, there are so many attacks from the enemy, so many rising of the enemy, pushing up against us and pushing us down. Lord, I just come in this in, in today, Lord, and I just want to pray that we will stand and that we will stand firm. Lord, as you say in Ephesians 6, we need to put on the full armor, Lord, so that we can stand and we can stand firm and we can stand our ground. Lord, when the enemy comes in and he wants to push us around, I pray that each and every person, Lord, will stand firm. Lord, we look at a guy like Daniel going into the lion's den. Lord, you were there. You locked the jaws, but you didn't stop him from going into the lion's den. The same with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Lord. When they went into the fiery furnace, you were there. You put your, your son or angel in there with them, Lord, and you came out the other side and they didn't even smell like smoke, Lord. You were there with them. Lord, I pray that each and every person that experiences pushback from the enemy or come rising up, the enemy rising up against them, 
Lord, I pray that they will just stand firm and push through and go through whatever they are experiencing at the moment. Lord, I pray that they will come out on the other side blessed, Lord, knowing that you were there with them. Lord, I pray that you will just bless them abundantly like you promised in your word you will do. Lord, I, I pray that people will experience that blessing and that they will raise up a, pray, a praise report, Lord, so that other people can also draw strength from that. Lord, I just thank you that I know that you are there with us in each and every situation that we might experience. Lord, I thank you for that, and I pray a, a big blessing and an anointing, Lord, on each and every person listening to this prayer at the moment. Amen. Now, if you need God's blessing on your family or family relationships that are going on around you, Camille will be praying for us right now. Amen. Well, we're going to pray right now. Um, and so, God, we just thank you for what you have done in marriages throughout this um, this year. But God, we know it has been a tough two years. And so right now, God, we pray a special anointing, a fresh anointing on marriages. God, would wives and husbands just um, see each other with fresh eyes? Would they understand um, and appreciate the spouse that they have? And Father God, would you draw us stronger um, together in Jesus' name? We also pray for our children, for our extended families, God, that you would strengthen those relationships. Um, ships and God would you just bring new life there in Jesus name and then God we're also praying for single parents and um, that are across our house Father God would you give them strength and wisdom God would they just be such a blessing to their children and Father God would you just help them and um, give them the extra energy the extra strength that they need and then lastly God we pray for parents that are maybe separated from their children God would you still give them a strong influence a strong godly influence over their kids lives in Jesus name we just pray for anointing fresh anointing saturating anointing right now in Jesus name amen we are living in a time when our young people the next generation is coming under such pressure if you need God's protection over your children their school school friends school groups whatever it might be Liz is going to be praying for us we are so blessed to have so many amazing young people, the next generation in our house, and we love them so much. We are so pumped for the future, so let's pray for them. Father God, I bring them before you right now, Lord. I thank you for every single one of them. I thank you for the amazing plans you have for them. And just for the purposes, Father God, I pray for protection over them, Lord, wherever they are found, in schools, in friendship groups, in their family. Everywhere, Father God, where they are, Lord, I pray for you to just rise up within them, Father God, for Father God, for a tenacity and a boldness to rise up, Lord. You have called them to be godly leaders, and we pray that over every single one of them, from kids' church to junior youth to youth, and even our young adults, Father God. But Lord, I pray right now for our youth, Lord, for peer pressure not to come to them, Father God, for them to rise up like those leaders that I just spoke about. Father God, I pray for them to put you first in everything at home, in their schoolwork, in their talents, everything, Father God, that you have given them, Lord. I pray for them to give back to you, Lord, and for their futures to just prosper and for them to be found in your house. I pray for our youth and our junior youth ministries to grow so big, Lord, as only you can grow them in your name. Amen. If you're online and you say to me, Mark, I'm just trusting God for all the blessings that God has for me in this coming year, then Jared will be praying just for you. Well, if you are trusting God for a blessing in your future, I want us to just remember this verse, Matthew 6, verse 33. It says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness 
and all these things will be given to you as well. So as we just uh, come before God and just trust God for an amazing future, just really remember that. So let's just pray quickly. God, I want to say thank you that you are a good, good father. I want to say thank you that you are a, a father that wants to see the best for us, wants to see our futures flourish. But God, I pray that as we seek your kingdom first, as we put you first, that all these things will come into place. All these things will fall into place, Lord God. And I want to say thank you again that you do want to see us flourish, that you do want to see us prosper. But God, it, it takes us stepping out in faith. It takes us putting you first. It takes us trusting in you before that happens, Lord God. And I want to say, that I just pray that you'll give us the strength to do that as well, that you'll give us the strength to uh, seek you first and lean into you and push into you so that our futures may be bright and that we may have a future that is solid and strong and has you as the foundation. In Jesus' name, amen. I will now be taking authority over fear and trusting for greater faith in the house in 2022, in our house and in your house, in your surrounding area. I'm going to trust God for a boldness. Come on, let's pray. Lord, you know that we live in a crazy and chaotic world. We have no clue what 2022 will bring. But I do know you know us so well and know all about the things that we have to deal with in our lives. When life becomes a big, overwhelming uh, problem in, in, in our future, God, please give us the boldness and faith to stand firm. Calm our thoughts and minds and open our hearts to your peace and wisdom. May we have much faith and not live in fear. I pray against that spirit of fear and anxiety that so many deal with. Help us just rest in you and trust you as we navigate through these uncertain and, Lord, truly crazy times. I pray now for boldness to come upon those who are open to receive this blessing in Jesus' name. Lord, you say the righteous are as bold as a lion. Oh, Lord, give us that boldness, I pray. May we be strong warriors for you and may we push through our fear so that we can step into all the plans and purposes that you have for us. Make us bold, God. Make us strong. Cause us to walk boldly into our faith. May we trust you and believe in you for great things. Lord, for the sake of your kingdom. And in Jesus' name, I pray this prayer. Amen, amen. Thank you for joining us today. Remember to hold on to the blessings you receive today. But before I go, I want to give you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. And if that's you and you know you're not right with God, then just pray the simple prayer with me. It goes like this. Just repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and my Savior. As of today, I will walk with you and I'll never be the same again. In Jesus' name, amen. If you've just prayed that prayer, we believe you've just been born again. I want to say to you, keep speaking life over your life. And remember that life is in the power of your tongue. And so may we be blessed as we come in and out. May we be blessed as we go into the year that lies ahead. And we trust that you are super excited for the journey that does lie ahead. Happy planning for all your Christmas celebrations. Remember, stay safe and don't forget to share hope, show kindness, and let's all just shine Jesus.